0: Father, we thank you and we honor you this morning. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for who you are and all the things that you do in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody say amen. Amen. Thank you. Morning, everybody. Morning, everybody okay? Jesus. Yeah, all right. Okay. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 18. I'm um, go back this way. It reads, I thank my God, I speak with tongues more than you all. I thank my God, I speak in tongues more than you all. And then I want us to go to another verse, verse 59 of 1 Corinthians chapter 14. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh... <laughs> Let's see. Let me first of all start with verse 18. Verse 18 says, I thank my God I speak it thanks more. Yet in the church I'd rather you speak five words with my understanding. All right. And then uh, <clears throat> when you when you read uh, 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 that verse, it's important that Kenya within the context ailing uh, uh, Moyona. And that is, Paul wrote this letter uh, to the church at Corinth. The church at Corinth is one of those churches that I think there's so much in that church that we need to learn and we need to practice. Paul said about that church, you come behind in no gift. It was a church that was flowing and moving in the gifts of the Holy Spirit, people who were very anointed and very powerful. But also, it was a church and an LD problem, Ziona. <laughs> in 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 chapter five, he's talking about a a situation where in there was uh, immoral living, uh, and and Paul was saying to these leaders, he's surprised that they have not addressed the matter. So you know. It was a church on the one hand that had problems, but it was really moving in the things of God. But then also, because of the way they were flowing in the things of God, they started maybe not knowing how to behave or to conduct themselves when the Holy Spirit was in manifestation. Nor did they know where certain things ought to be used. For instance, when it came to the use of tongues, they would use tongues anywhere, anyhow. And Paul had to write a letters to them to explain this thing. Now, First Corinthians 12, 13, 14 should really be one chapter. Now, I don't know how many of you know that the Bible was not written in chapter and verse. And it didn't also, the original scripts had no capital letters, nor did they have punctuation marks. You know that, right? You know that, right? Yeah, you are not sure. You don't know that. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah. So uh, so it, it 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 is the translators, have never translator from Greek to English that they wrote and put those capital letters and punctuation marks and chapters. Because you know when you write a letter you don't say chapter one. You just you just write a letter and so so the letters were quite long. So so very often when you read it, I think them tra- trying to help us, Kaho Yetzakadi chapter, sometimes caused more problems to us. Because when you read it, it, it kind of gives the impression said in a certain sequence when it wasn't so. All right. So First Corinthians chapter 12, 13, 14 really was addressing a specific topic. And this topic was uh, the gifts of the Spirit and how they must operate during in or in a local church. Yeah. That's really the gist of First Corinthians 12, 13, 14. This is what Paul was talking about. And in chapter 14, this is where he was trying to explain during a service and when there's a move of the Holy Spirit, this is the order that must come. Because, you know, like Honanong, you know, people do disorderly things in the name of the anointing.
1: Yes. You
0: understand? Then they say the Lord is moving. So Paul was trying to. And then, this is what used to happen. In a service, people would just stand up and just speak in tongues in public assembly. Now, you're going to understand, when we. When we jointly speak in tongues and pray together in tongues, there's no problem. All right? Mara, if I stand here and speak to you in other tongues, then Paul is saying it's not going to benefit you because even if now who speaks in tongues is edified, Luna, you are not edified, okay? So he went through a whole teaching of talking about the benefits of tongues. And then he says, in this church, that loves to pray in tongues and loves to mo- move in the things of the spirit. He then says in the verse, everybody in verse 18, I thank my God I speak in tongues more than you all. Now you can imagine, here's a people who speak in tongues a lot, right? They love speaking in tongues. But Paul is saying, even if you were in tongues as much as you do now, I speak in tongues more than all of you. Amen. For me, if somebody in the Calibia Paul can say that. That must mean that speaking in tongues is very important. Yes. It's not a practice that we are to look down upon. Now, it's very unfortunate, you know, because of the abuse alien thing today. You know, even when people joke, and I and I was, you know, and I don't actually watch our. our I don't actually watch the soap opera. No, I watch TV. I, I just watch sports. I like sports and and uh, Burger King. Uh, all sports, all sports. I watch all sports. And then Kirata, like the documentaries. I, I like, that's what I like to watch. So I'm not Mutwadi soapy and so on. So, you know, my bishop, so I was very I was really lonely and bored, you know. <laughs> so then I watched one soap opera. I don't even remember what it was. It was one of the current ones. And, I, and I, whatever they were depicting, Murutu Ona started speaking in tongues in a jocular way. And you know, I thought, you see, this is all that people know yeah. about tongues, you know, and 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 please switch your cell phones off, that would really help. That's not speaking in tongues, that's a cell phone. Please switch it off. <laughs> so 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 you know, then they started speaking in tongues. So then I realized how our generation and the time because Tabaya were in tongues is so known. And is so practiced right across. The problem is that you can even have an abuse of the same thing. Yes. Or the value, because of its prevalence, value. You all know this, Pella. The reason antiques are so expensive is because you don't find that product ailing art. You may find sometimes it is the only product Inyalo, and you can't find it anywhere. So the value goes up. And, 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 and for that reason, you know, there's a time in the church when the practice of speaking in tongues wasn't as prevalent. I became a Christian in 1978. And even the churches I went to at the time, and the ministry where I was trained as a young person or rather where I attended as a young person, people there didn't speak in tongues. So the practice of speaking in tongues wasn't known. And so in our day, when you got filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues, you were that antique. You see, because not many people spoke in tongues. So the value of speaking in tongues was high there. Yeah. There was respect and reverence of tongues and and all of that. But then came the era Yabo, late 1999, 2000. That's when, you know, the issue of speaking in tongues and Pentecostalism. And it was then when you started seeing... Even musicians on television, habi, now then they would speak in tongues, you know. Billy, that never used to happen. You, you'd never see that. So what happens? Because of the prevalence of speaking in tongues, the value of speaking in tongues seems to have uh, gone down. And as a result, people no longer understand the role. Yadi tongues, all the benefits thereof. And, and therefore, I just feel, I want to share on this with you, this week hopefully next week again uh say today hopefully for two weeks or three weeks to labona and but just go through this thing with you about the benefits 10 reasons why every believer must speak in tongues 10 reasons why every believer should speak in tongues so paul says i thank my god that i speak in tongues so the purpose of this lesson is to set out those reasons why every believer should speak in tongues and help us to see the blessing that is ours and appropriate the power of the Holy Spirit daily. Of the many things, I thank God I got to know one of them that I will place at the top is the fact that I got filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke in tongues. Even this morning when I was in my prayer time, I was praying in other tongues. I've prayed in tongues since 1979, 4th of July, 1979, and I've never stopped. Amen. And of the many things that turned my life around, I can tell you speaking in tongues is one of them. Yes. And I would never, ever exchange that experience for anything in the world. Amen. Turn my life around, change my life, and I have found uh, 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 it's one of those things I would never do without. Okay, number one, reason number one. The first reason is speaking in text is the initial evidence or a sign of somebody being filled with the Holy Spirit or baptized with the Holy Spirit. It is the initial evidence of one being filled with the Holy Spirit. All right. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will give you utterance. All right? Amen. So it is the initial evidence. Now, let, let, let me explain this to you. Please understand that when you are born again, huh, when you have received Christ, you have the Holy Spirit in you. Okay? Every child of God has the Holy Spirit in them. All right? So to say somebody also in tongues is not correct. Okay, ne? it's it's not correct. You can never be born again without the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's the Holy Spirit who brings about the new uh, creature in our lives. Anybody want to leave bottle limits? A transparent, preferably. Oh, yeah, there we are. Yeah, I believe this one is a good one. You're All right. Yeah. Now, you can see this bottle, ne? it's got in elements. Nah? How about you? Ne? how? Oh. Keep well alone. Now you must answer. Inanima, That's the way you answer now. However, bottle or if you can see it from where you are, is not full of water. Can you see it,? It's got water, but it's not full of water. So if I want this bottle to be full of water, all I have to do is go it top up. get tell some more. I can even feel it to a point where it overflows. Yes. Amen. Right? Now, you know, unfortunately, spiritual things are hard to explain. Okay? But it's, it's always good to try and use a natural example to explain spiritual things. Amen. I'm not in any way being irreverent. Okay? Now, when you are born again, there you are. You have the Holy Spirit. Amen. But there's no overflow of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, you know, I became a Christian 5th of August, 1978. And, you know, I live for God and, I mean, I was a Christian, fully born again. If I if was to die, I was, go, I was going to go to heaven. Mara, there's a certain level of power that was lacking in my life. Yeah. You know. There's a certain level of power. I, I had the Holy Spirit, but I, 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 there are things that I just couldn't deal with. But when I got filled with the Holy Spirit, there's a certain level of power that came into my life. See, So when you get full of the Holy Spirit, there's an overflow. So, and when you get full of the Holy Spirit, a sign, one of the signs of being filled with the Holy Spirit or the initial signs of being filled with the Holy Spirit is that you will speak in other tongues. That is a sign, okay? So go with me, therefore, to Acts chapter 2, verse 4. Acts chapter 2, verse 4. It says, talking about, this is, these are the believers who were in the upper room. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So th- that was a sign, an initial sign that they are filled with the Holy Spirit. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you will speak in other tongues. Amen. All right, And it's not a made up thing. It's not that you copy what the other person is saying. All right, It's an actual flow of the Holy Spirit in your life that comes from your belly. That's the first reason. Reason number two, speaking in tongues is a means of spiritual edification. Write it down, I will explain to you. Speaking in tongues is a means of spiritual edification. In 1 Corinthians 14 verse four, Paul says, the first part, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue, edifies himself. Somebody say, edify, edify himself. himself. Say it again. Edify, edify himself. himself. Look at the neighbor and say, you edify, edify yourself. yourself. Now, the word edify, it's, it's you, know, you know, we don't use that kind of English today. You know, you remember that the King James was written in Elizabethan English? Yeah, Elizabethan English, that's the English that only Elizabeth understands. Yeah. The word edify it's an old, 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 old English word. We talk about an edifice. An edifice, simply a building. Okay. He that speaketh in tongues builds himself up. Edifies himself, builds himself up. Now, PC Nelson, who was a Greek scholar, says. The nearest word we have to the word edify today is the word charge. Charge. Charge, Charge, yes. Now, most of you are in a little cell phone, right? Right, right? So, uh, probably once a day or so, you know, or every other day, you plug your cell phone in and what do you do? Edify it. That's the word charge. You edify it. All right? You edify it. So, in other words... When, when, you, when, you, when you put it into a wall socket, okay, the wall socket fills it with power. Amen. And what happens? The Bitsu gets built up. Amen. Okay. How much Bitsu life you have, right? Okay. So meaning that uh, you and I, when it comes to the power of God, right? And the anointing of God, the power of God in our lives gets used up. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yes, the power of God in our life gets used up. Amen. So, meaning that I am full of power today doesn't mean I'll be full of power tomorrow. Amen. Now, how many of you have ever bought, what is the latest phones? I always like to ask uh, some of these young people. You tell me, there's lots of you this side. Yeah, give me the yeah, the latest, the latest, latest iPhone 6, you have one? You don't have one, right? You, you hope you had one, right? You're praying for one. iPhone 6. Now, if you, if you buy an iPhone 6, right? And, 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 and you use it and you don't charge it. Particularly if you, if you do the Bluetooth stuff and the Wi-Fi, you know, it kind of uses up the battery much quicker. And then it dies, right? Right? Okay? And you don't charge it. And it dies, right? So even if you try to use it, it dies. Uh, 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 will you throw it away and say this phone is useless? No. Will you will do that? No? No, no, no but but, but in Chawai, why must it die? Why must it die? Well, because it uses up the power. Amen. Now, this is the same thing with a lot of Christians. Many Christians don't realize, worry, if you don't take time to charge yourself on a daily basis, Amen. you'll become flat. That's why, okay, yeah, Christian sinning, doing what's wrong, no power in their lives, feeling discouraged, not wanting to read the Bible, not wanting to go to church, not feeling like acting like a Christian, because your bed is flat, your bed is flat when we when we when we when we do life life on its own, just living life in j on its own uses up our spiritual power it uses up your spiritual power. this is why I was talking to somebody the other day and uh, only then did they understand why Jesus got tired after he preached. I said, well, now I understand. Jesus went and he preached. Then when he told his disciples to go to the other side, and he went into the boat and slept. Why? He was tired. Yeah. Why is he tired? He had used up strength. Where did he use up the strength? In preaching. I know some of you don't think, so. I always laugh with our young pastors, we got some of them here, you know, when they start preaching in churches, and then some of them I always like to talk to them after they've been running a church for one month. And some of them says, Hey <laughs> 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 and the other guy says, to <laughs> the like, okay, welcome. Welcome. See, when you pray, tell hmm, others. Yeah. When you preach, when you live life, when we deal with sin. When we resist the devil, it's all power. Yes. Stand against Satan, it's all power. Yes. Right? So, if you don't... put yourself in the Holy Spirit socket... Yes. on a daily basis... Yes. that's why Holy only is all. Yes. There are many how I would try this morning. Yes. Yeah. Tell your neighbor, that's why I'm in here, I will see you this morning. Yes. Yeah. 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 Any Christian who's not going to take time to pray in the spirit on a daily basis is going to meet crisis in their lives. Spiritual crisis. Let me read you this. This is so nice. This is what PC Nelson said. I love this. He said this, and I quote. He says, Speaking in tongues is not only a way to pray, but it is to be used in our worship for God in our prayer time. And it's a means of spiritual edification. Speaking in tongues is not only the initial evidence of the Holy Spirit's infilling, but it is also a continual experience for the rest of one's life. For what purpose? To assist us in the worship of God. Speaking in tongues is a flowing stream that should never dry up and it will enrich your life spiritually. See, Jesus... When he talks about the Holy Spirit, he says, Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. See, the Holy Spirit is like the flow of a river. It's a river that must never run dry. I mean, if you drive around uh, 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 South Africa right now, you know, there are so many places where there used to be rivers. Now it's dried up. There was a river. There used to be a river here. This is the way some Christians are. There was a time when there was a river flowing. Now they've dried up. Why? They didn't recharge. Amen. They didn't go back to be filled again. Amen. Are you there, Basalanane? So we charge ourselves like a battery. Yes, Can I hear an amen? amen. Listen to what the Weymouth translation says. It says, he, he, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. Oh, no no, 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 no. Yeah. He that speaks in an unknown tongue builds himself up. Yes, it's a very, very powerful thing. Amen. Right? So when we. When we when we when we pray in tongues, we build ourselves up. Go to Jude twenty. It's before the book of Revelation. And the reason I said Jude twenty is because it's chapter one. Let me teach you. Uh, yeah, if you have one chapter, you don't say chapter one. You just quote the verse. Jude chapter twenty. Jude twenty. It's just before Revelation. Some of you have never read that part of your Bible. This is where the pages of your Bible are stuck together. (laughs) Okay. All right, here we go. Verse 20. But ye, beloved, building up yourselves, building up yourselves on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. You beloved, building up yourself. There's a preacher. Hey, I love him. I've got his books. He he used to he he used to minister a lot in the 1800s and the early 1990s. I mean 1900s. His name was Smith Wigglesworth. Smith Wigglesworth was a plumber. He was a plumber by trade, and he never went to school a day in his life. He he, he was an uneducated man, you know, and. Um, his wife actually was the was the preacher, so you know Smith Wigglesworth would travel with his wife Humutusa, you know. So so the wife Nelly I can't today, you way back. But then he got filled with the Holy Spirit. Got filled with the Holy Spirit, and then he started ministering to people and recorded. Smith Wigglesworth raised about three people from the dead. He, he was one of the greatest people when it came to faith. In fact, there's a story they tell of a guy who was dead and he just picked the guy up and put him against the wall and said, walk in the name of... Now, don't try this at home. <laughs> put... The guy put him against the wall and said, walk in the name of Jesus. I'm So the guy fell. You know, I said, walk in Jesus. And he walked. They said, they said he wasn't very kind. He was very rough around the edges. My goodness, he used to get results. And then they said something very interesting about him. They said, you know, he wasn't such a great preacher, you know. And then when he started speaking, you could hardly make out what he's saying. He would fumble around. And then from nowhere, the Holy Spirit would come on him and he would change. They say, you could almost see the change. And then he starts preaching so powerfully and miracles would happen. So then they asked him, somebody asked him, he said, what's the secret to your ministry? He said, well, it's, it's obvious. It's not my homiletics. You know, homiletics is the art and science of preaching. He said, obviously, I violate every rule in the book. He said, it's really not my etiquette. Because you can realize I'm not very... I'm not very smooth. I'm I'm a bit rough. He said, I was doing the best I could. And God filled me with the Holy Ghost. He said, all I do is to lock myself up for two hours. And edify myself. And when I come out of there. I go out and I edify others. Hey! that's, That's where I learned. Before I go and preach... I lock myself up, and I edify myself. Somebody say hallelujah. Haven't you wondered why Jesus, he would slip away from a meeting? Huh? Huh? The meeting is going on. People are getting healed. Next thing, how about Matahayo, Bahrain, and they found him on the mountain, because Jesus understood there's a direct connection between the miracles happening and the edifying of himself Mara, when you come from the mountain and you come and download eh? Eh? you just come and and release what you got but after you have downloaded you must go back and be able to receive something otherwise you will never maintain the same level of power go and watch it. After the greatest miracles of Jesus, go read it in the Bible. After the greatest miracles of Jesus, he would always slip away and go and pray somewhere. Somebody say hallelujah. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. Yeah. That's where I learned. That's where I learned. You know, usually generally speaking, before I don't want to be, you know, I don't. I do it sometimes, but generally speaking, I don't. Lock myself away. Pray, you know. kalah. The whole week, you know, and then Saturday or Sunday is worse. I'm always up half past three in the morning, three o'clock sometimes, four o'clock sometimes. I'm on my sermon and I'm praying. When I come to church, I'm praying. See, even the people who come and pick me up, you know, I tell them, please, uh, just driving, let's do not don't involve me. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I pray, and then, and then and you know. I tell you one thing, Basalana. For me, of, of all the things I do, that's one area I'll never change. I never will change that. Many times when you've seen me, and by the way, just to let you know, is the other Sunday, I believe it was, when I called out people, and I said, you've done such and such. There are people who came. Exactly, exactly, exactly as I said. Exactly, exactly, exactly as I said. Amen. Huh? Where did I get that? When I was praying. Amen. For the most part, not always. Okay, let me say this. Very often, by the time I come to church, I know what's gonna happen in the service. Amen. And well, not because I'm a prophet. You see, most people don't understand that. You see, you see, you see, some of you believe it, some of a prophet no, I'm not, I'm not. This is what happens. The Holy Spirit will show you things to come. Sometimes it's not in words. It's not in words. It's in pictures. It's in pictures. It's in pictures. But you see, if you don't, if you don't spend time, you see, in the presence of God, you, you'll never know. And if you live a hurried life, and you don't have quietness, you know, if... If, if I was to talk to young pastors, uh, I would tell them, there's four or five things that make a church work. The others are important, but there's four or five things. And one of those is regularly praying in the Spirit. Amen. Amen. And I said regularly. Amen. Regularly. Amen. Every day, minimum one hour. Amen. Two hours better. Three hours even better. Dr. Cho prays in tongues eight hours every day. When he stands and speaks for the you know, he's not a very dynamic speaker. Doesn't shout, doesn't scream, stands one place. Very simple, simple. But you see, our generation doesn't know anything about the anointing. You see, there's a, you see, when Jesus preached, you must go and read it in the book of Mark when he when when he i think it was the person with the withered hand in the temple and he said stretch forth your hand and god healed and then the the people commented they said where does this man get this power he said with, with this power we tolakai like they said even his words have got power but, but he, he doesn't He doesn't speak, he doesn't speak like our religious leaders. He speaks as one with authority. Mama Lamazan, let me teach you something. His words were 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 pregnant with tsunami's power. Are you hearing me? His words were laden with the Holy Spirit laced with the power of God. Like, if I was to take this thing, it's a poison. How we know? One and two and a It's a poison. That's what you mean when you lace something. It's, it's so full of it. So, the power, the secret of the power doesn't lie in the pitch of the voice. Or in the activity. doesn't lie in the Greek and the Hebrew. It lies in the fact that when that word goes out, Lena, lay le something kamuhari. Amen. And when it starts and hits the target, it produces things. Amen. I tell you. I tell you. You see, when I, when I listened to Kenneth Hagin, when I was at Bible college, me and Muruti you, you we said this about him. And I realized this happens over time. As you mature in ministry, and as you, as you walk in your anointing, you know, Hagen would preach. And after I preached, he'd say, when I left, it was like I've eaten something. Amen. His words had weight. <laughs> the words he spoke were, 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 were full of... He didn't have to say too many things. Amen. And even in the spirit, Ha, Emma, Abu, Wow, even the atmosphere is different. He doesn't have to run around. No, 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 no. Amen. There's just something. And this is what most people don't understand. And and most of that power, most of that anointing, comes from the secret place. Yes. 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 On the other side of, of on the other side, yeah, the opposite side, not the godly side, the evil side. See, you see spirit. You see, mata abato atwa somewhere. Oh I know. One of the things I've learned is that biblical principles are so similar to let me put it this way principles of the evil are so similar to principles of. And this is what God said to me years ago. This is what God said to me. I was watching a program, somebody being initiated. I on that program. I don't know many in Lebanon. Years ago they played a program. It was a full documentary of somebody being initiated. Atwasizo. They followed the whole thing. What they do, how they do it, how it's it? I was watching that program. Now, and as I watched, the Spirit of God said to me, You see, these people are being taught how to yield to the power of Satan. And God said, Luna in the church, you don't even know how to teach my people to yield to the power of the Holy Spirit. Because one, we don't know. We are blinded. We've never had, you see, we've never had those experiences. And God said to me, God said to me, I wanted to see that spiritual things can be learned. You can initiate. Ah, So, yeah, 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 yeah. When you go into that secret place and pray in tongues eh? and spend an hour or two, three hours, when you come out of there, when you stand and speak, there's something about those words. Yeah. Something about those words. When you speak, when you speak, sometimes you feel it. Spirits, demonic spirits starts moving in people. Shaking. Because They know. They know what is words that are nice. They know words that are laden with the power of the spirit. Yeah. Why? Because when you pray in tongues, you build yourself up. It's up to you if you want to be a one-ton truck or you want to be a 150-ton truck. It's up to you. It's up to you if you want to be a small car or you want to be an 18-wheeler in the spirit. It's up to you. Yeah. And you are the one who determines. You are the one who decides. The more you do it, the more consistently you do it, the deeper it becomes. And I've listened to ministers and I've seen it. As Mahoula, as Bahola, if they've stayed consistent, as Mahoula, I, I, I was watching Gumbi. All he does is to stand and speak. E-dee. Yeah. If in the army, be veteran. yeah. be a veteran. How about make a veteran. You can be a veteran. 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 We don't mess with this one. Mm-hmm. But I tell you, some of you, you don't realize the power that God has placed in your life. we oh, lightweight in the spirit because you're not using what God's given you. Instead of being a heavyweight in the spirit. When you pray in tongues, you build yourself up. Amen. Yes. Did you realize the word said build? Yes. Did you realize that build? Yes. Did you realize that build? Yes. You know what that suggests? Process. Yeah. How yeah. acha! <sighs> it's one brick on top of another. Yeah. Watch. The more you stay with the process, the bigger the building gets. Yeah. The more you pray in tongues, the more regularly, the more consistently, the more you get built up. Over strong spiritually. I tell you one thing. Some of you are struggling, didn't totally you a small thing. The Smaller nyana thing. Saysing nixy. It's because you're lightweight. You are not a heavyweight. Yeah. I've watched them. I remember there was not long ago. I was praying for somebody in the church. And. You know, and the ashes. Oh. Oh. Said to the demon, quiet. Yeah. Oh. No, no, why? You're honey, a chance. Hey, Satan, hey, bones. <laughs> ah, That's <laughs> when you're still lightweight. <laughs> Mara, we grow. Can I hear an amen? I said, We grow. Can I hear an amen? Yeah. yeah. The more you stay with it, the more you pray, the more you walk with God, the stronger you become. Mm? You build yourself up. You build yourself up. You build yourself up. That's what we do. Build ourselves up. Stand on the pulpit. Build other people up. People don't understand. Why is the church growing? It's going to grow because something has been injected that makes it grow. Ah, it's not just the administration it's not the nice thing, it's not the building no, it's because when you stand why, why do people want to come back and listen again why do the words impact them why is it they can't forget what was preached why is it what was preached changes lives how does someone walk in here poor as poor can be few years later they are rich and they've come out of poverty, why hey. why why does someone come in here? They're all fouled up. They're not living right. They're doing all kinds of things. Give them just a few years. They're all cleaned up. Huh? They're different. It's because the words that come from there. Something about those words. Ah, oh, Somebody say hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. That's what we do. You build yourself up. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You see, Jesus told them, he says, the words that I speak, the words that I speak, he said, they are spirit and they are life. The words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. Uh, it means wherever there is death, life will come. Can I hear an amen, Basil? We were talking about it when I was in Namibia. I, w- I went with one of our pastors, Murji and he was uh, reminding me, really, Kako Homemakers, you know, the building that we used to use, Kako Homemakers. And it was very interesting that we had uh, somebody willing to go this shop, and all that, you know. Yeah, and that shop didn't survive. <laughs> Couldn't survive. And then he started saying, you know, Ruti, wherever we go, life comes. So I was thinking, he said, you know, then he starts reminding me, you remember we were here, we were here, we were here. So yesterday, I went around to our church in Linden. You know, we, we finished painting, you should see, you must be there this Sunday. Hey. And I was, and I'm thinking, you know, that's the same church. And I years ago when I used to work at Rema. it's a Marabu Pilo? In life, Basalwan. Because I was trained hi in Tanzania. That's the crosser station e ke tshwara Passing, bus e ne tswa ka mo lebelo fita ko before e jika e run back that church is right at the corner niki niki fita i didn't know yes sir 1981 1992 ke passing eh ke simu route eh eh ke tsama ka train ne le bus and i was passing this church yeah, Lord, one day, one day, one day, one day, Jesus. I, I think, I think on Sunday, I'm going to be very emotional. When I dedicate that church, I was there, I'm just watching it. Say, Pentillary, look, you see, it's beautiful. Ragana, the sun, and as stood I looked at it and I said, Can I make mo? Kana I'm all kind of make it. Jigamokoning, eh, it not even allowed to stay in that suburb. Not even allowed to be there. Yeah, Mara. One day is one day. How many of you know? One day is one day. One day is one day. Yeah, yeah. And remember, it's 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 in the, on the same route. When I worked in the bookshop, Balemo Avenue and I would get to work long before they came and my first hour was praying in the spirit I'd pray in the spirit and I'd walk the floor and I'd speak the bible so I was looking at this church and I was thinking I didn't know God I didn't know I didn't know yeah? Calculator 1981-1982 this is 2016 how many years later how many years later more 30 something 34 years later some of you, you don't know something selling now. Yeah. They are yours right now. Yeah. Matter they will manifest 34 years later. Yeah. Woo Jesus. Yeah. 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 The secret is to stay strong. Yeah. The secret is not to get weakened. Yeah. Not to lose out. The secret is to remain strong. Yeah. The Bible says, be strong in the Lord. And praying in the spirit keeps us strong. I tell you, when I was standing there yesterday, I just thought, you know, Basalana, I'm being honest with you. It's only now I'm starting to understand certain things about God. I thought I knew. I don't know. And because I'm understanding certain things, it makes me be more intentional about every moment I am in. Because every moment is pregnant with destiny. Yeah, there's so much in every moment. Every someone preached. Every prayer meeting I go to. Everything. There's just something about that moment. And I'd walk and drive there. Go pray in the spirit. I didn't know. I didn't know. So when you pray in the spirit. You build yourself up. And that's God's desire. You know there's things. Maybe we'll come to that. But let me say it now. You see. The next thing is that when we, when we pray in the Spirit, we pray out the mysteries of God. Let me just explain something. Let, let, let me explain something. The, the word mystery means a, a secret, a divine secret. Amen. Listen to this. There, there's a lot more about your journey and your destiny that you don't know about. Amen. Amen. You don't know, but... But 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 when you pray in the spirit God starts guiding you. Go to, when I, I was actually telling my son the other day. I was talking to my firstborn son, and I was telling him now on this trip to Namibia. Is it Namibia? No, when I went to Venda. Yeah, I won't tell you in clear terms. 1981, when I was attending Raima yeah cut your cell phone your off <laughs> there's, a, there's an elderly minister who was in the same class with us and you know one, one of the things I've learned is that when you pray in tongues, you become sensitized in your spirit. Yes. This Sunday I was talking about the inward witness yes. and this man Everything he said was okay when I listened to it. He was running a church and he wanted me to come and be his associate pastor. And and, and everything he said made sense here. Maracamo. When I prayed, there there was a discomfort. There was a real discomfort. And he had already convinced me because 1981, you know, I was, I had, Dutch from Church, they had said to me that, look, you can't fit in our church. They just said, we think you, your gifts will be better suited elsewhere. And I thank God they did that. Amen. So I was looking for a place. I had been called 1979 into ministry by God. I didn't know how I'm going to start a church, where I'm going to start a church. I didn't know. As a young man, I knew I'm called into the ministry as to how. I didn't know. So, so I was I was in limbo. You know, waiting for God's guidance. And this person who was our classmate, he he he, he got a car to so he would give us a lift after school. So and then he would spend an hour talking and very persuasive. When he talked, sometimes he would change and you and would see the path of God and he would talk about what used to happen. He used to be a minister of a particular Pentecostal church, <laughs> but but he, he gave his explanation. I only found out later he wasn't telling the truth. But Habu was something in here. He said, no, but somehow, I, I wanted to work with him. Thank God for my parents. They, they were not... My father was already born again. My mother... I, yeah, she was also born again. But they were young Christians. And, 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 and both of them, they said, No, you're not going to work with him. And, and thank God I obeyed. They saved me from disaster. Amen. Amen. The led, the, 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 yeah. Let me just tell you so that you can appreciate it. His life didn't end well, this man. It was bad. It was very bad. I can't go into that. It was too bad. And then I said to my son, it was just a year later, whilst I'm still working at Rema, where I was offered the opportunity to come and assist Pastor Andre Knutzie in Rema Soweto. A year later, I was approached. by pastor Ray who was working at Rema to say, "We have a church in Soweto. We want you to go and work with our pastor." Amen. And and then I went to help. They didn't say Kilowamulu. They said go help. Amen. But that helped him. Yes. 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 Yeah. When Pastor Andre left a year later. He handed the church to me. Amen. Amen. And Amen. here it is. Amen. Watch this, Vazalam. Watch this. Praying in the Spirit every day. The Holy Spirit knew my journey. Yes. Amen. I didn't. Amen. I didn't. But you see, when you pray in the Spirit, God will guide. You see, some of you, you are worried about your future. Let me tell you now. Don't worry about your future. Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. God knows more about your future Amen. than you know about your past. Amen. If you can learn to follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I'm not talking about spectacular things. I'm not talking about... I'm just, just when you pray in tongues and, and, and you just sense a discomfort. That's all it was. Amen. Discomfort. There was There was no lightning. There was no thunder. Yeah. Amen. Just a discomfort. Amen. But see, most Christians, they don't take time to pray in the spirit. Amen. If we do, ra- ra- la- la. you know I'm at home, I've, I've, got a, I've got a library in my house where I prepare. I lock myself in there. And I pray. I, t- I pray uh, with, with fervency like I did. When I was nineteen years old, eighteen years old. Same. I pray, I just pray and get lost in it and just go. Because I tell you, people may criticize this and make jokes about it on on, 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 on these soap operas. But enough for now. Nah? Amen. Amen. I'm here because of Amen. that. Amen. Praying in the spirit. Amen. Now you know why Paul says I thank my God. Amen. See, if you don't pray in the Holy Ghost on a consistent basis, mm-hmm. may I suggest to you? Start. Yeah. Amen. Try just 30 minutes. How 30 minutes. The key is to be consistent. See, the problem with many people is they're not consistent. Yeah. This week, next week, the next three weeks, the next three weeks, the next week, the next week, the next week, Where's Abampilat's own? Then I'm a, Sen, Buil, Sen, con, who some. So now Utotna Pella for six hours fella. See what the issue is not who police. The issue is to be consistent. Amen. And you know what I found out? I was thinking about it this morning when I was at home and I was praying. The more you pray in tongues, you, the more your spirit becomes more open. Amen. Amen and you start knowing things. Amen. You start knowing. When amen. there's a signal for this, you say, but Mona can wait. Mona can know. Mona can postpone. Oh, Mona, maybe not now. And, and you just follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. And your life becomes so much better. Amen. I thank my God. Amen. I speak in tongues. Raise your hands and pray in the spirit right now. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. يا